good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today as you gripped firmly to the unshakable Word of God, that rock which gives us a foundation on which we can build everything worthwhile in life and certainly giving glory to God for it. Good to welcome you today. Hope that you're able to uh, have listened in in the past several podcasts where we've been talking about biblical conflict uh, resolution uh, in a in a uh, believing home. And I hope that you've been able to glean some things from this because we know that no home, believing or not, is free from conflict because we are sinful, broken people and uh, are always, our, our uh, default state is one of selfishness and uh, self-absorption. So it's important for us to be able to look at things, look at life through the lens of the Word of God so we might have corrected those things that are necessary. Well, uh, I left off last time in the last podcast talking about the definition, biblical definition of what conflict really is. And I noted for you that conflict is not just having a strong disagreement or a difference of opinion in your home, whether it's between you as a spouse or spouses with your children, whatever that might be. Uh, Strong disagreement is not conflict. Literally, conflict means to strike It can refer to either verbal abuse or even physical abuse that can occur in the home. When two people have a conflict, often it results in a physical fight or a verbal fight, but they're greatly pitted against each other. And conflict is when two parties are sinning against each other in their communication or in their actions, and therefore they are in opposition to one another. I noted for you that the Bible says that obviously God takes a dim view of these things. If you're a believer today, if your faith is in the risen Lord Jesus Christ, then God has made it your um, your obligation in life to walk in a worth, walk in a manner worthy of the calling wherewith you are called. Ephesians four uh, one says. The being lowliness and meekness and long-suffering and forbearing one another in love and so on. And I quoted the scripture. So it's inevitable that conflicts are going to arise, but most of them are sourced in some type of offense. And we know that the Lord Jesus Christ himself in Matthew chapter 5 says to love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And we know that those within your home, your own home can be enemies if you're not careful and approach the situation in a biblical way. One of the most sobering passages I think you can read in the Bible uh, is cited by the Lord in Matthew chapter 5, verse 21 and 22, where he puts actually being angry with someone on the same level as murder. That is a very staggering thought when you think about it. So it's important then that we make sure we're thinking and then reacting and responding correctly uh, in our own homes. Now, there's source. I want to note some sources of conflicts. Uh, I mentioned the word differences. I, I here's a news flash. If you're listening to this right now, wherever you are, did you know that people are very different? Every individual in your family comes with different opinions, different preferences, different tastes. I have three children, and they couldn't be more different from each other. Yes, they have some things in common, but in reality, they're uh, they're different in many ways than night and day. And sometimes, 
when you have these in your family, when you experience this in your own home, those differences can actually be a source of conflict, of unresolved brokenness, uh, where there is is actually improper words, thoughts, uh, even actions. That That's going to be normal. The fact is that that's what broken people do. There are differences. Uh, and then sometimes these differences can be the source of a conflict going to give you some hints on how to, to stop that from happening in your home. Uh, another source of conflict can be offenses. Frequently in the course of helping a couple uh, in conflict, it really does come down to this. Uh, I deal with this probably more often than anything else. This is the reality of learning to live in close proximity with another broken human being. A conflict often comes when there's a wrong response to an offense or to a sinning spouse. I remember one couple that had professed faith, yet selfishness and pride caused their relationship to deteriorate to the point that they had come to the church and were were fighting in the parking lot, trying to teach them that just because one sins against the other does not demand that the other spouse respond the same way but instead responding humbly and graciously to one another's disobedience and following the scriptural counsel and speaking the truth to one another. Uh, Proverbs 27, 6, the Bible says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend. That's the path to conflict resolution. But offenses, at some point, couples or families, individuals within a family unit, Somebody has to step off that crazy merry-go-round where there is one sinful response to an offense that multiplies itself in the other person, and you just have this constant repercussion with each other of of sinfulness and pride. That has to be that has to be stopped. Proverbs seventeen twenty seven, the Bible says. He that hath knowledge spareth his words, and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Or, I could put it this way, whoever restrains his words has knowledge, and he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. And folks, I think this is probably one of the greatest tragedies in many believing homes, is that Uh, that the offenses against one another continue to multiply until there's not even a decent thought that can be shared with each other. And it's, they become, relationships become irretrievably broken when there's an unwillingness to say, no, I'm going to suppress my flesh and my pride. And instead I'm going to obey the Lord and I'm going to respond to my, my son or my daughter or my spouse in a way that's going to be pleasing to God. So differences can cause conflict. Offenses that people do against each other in the home can cause conflict. That would include selfishness and things of that nature. Uh, But there's also a third thing that can cause conflict, and that is the pride and flesh. Now, some of this is overlapped, but the reality is the human heart is desperately wicked. Jeremiah tells us that. Uh, The level of self-serving, self-exalting, self-absorbed, you notice the common thread in that terminology? Self-absorbed thinking never fails to amaze me. Uh, And you all that are listening to this, you know My words are coming through uh, your phone or your computer. You know what I'm talking about. The pull of my 
my desires and my lusts and my pride is ever with me, and it wants to destroy my relationships with other people. That's the nature of depraved humanity. We constantly are battling, even against ourselves, by destroying those that would love me most. Proverbs 28, 25 says, An arrogant man stirs up strife. Proverbs 13, 10, the Bible says, By pride comes nothing but strife. And isn't that exactly what the Scriptures teach? I mean, over and over again, we are confronted with this. James chapter 4, for instance, verse 1, the Bible says, From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lusts that war in your members? Ye lust and have not, ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you have not because you ask not. You ask and receive not because you ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lusts. James is literally saying in that passage that the quarrels and the conflicts in which you may find yourself right now are the outworking or the deeds of your fleshly lusts. That has to be squelched, that has to be changed in order for you to have conflict resolution in your home. It really is true, isn't it, folks, that we're our own worst enemies. And that has to begin with me. It has to begin with a reviving in me. The Apostle Paul wrote it this way in Galatians 5, 19 through 21. He said in verse 19, Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things, listen to this, folks, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. That pride and that arrogance of our hearts is what causes us our greatest struggles. Is it any wonder that I said a few podcasts ago that the advice to follow your heart is some of the dumbest, most dangerous, stupid advice you could ever be given? Because these are the things that are the outworking of your flesh. And he gives a lengthy list there in case you forgot that I just gave. So here are some of the root causes of conflicts. An intense demand for something that you must have, or a viewpoint that's yours that everybody else has to adopt, or a way of doing things that everybody else must do, or there's something wrong with them and they're not doing it right, and they're against you, and all you ever do is criticize, and so on and so forth, and then the spiral goes down. When your goal becomes fulfilling your fleshly desires, you will have conflict in your home if you want to successfully stop making it a battleground. You must recognize the fleshly lusts that scream for fulfillment on a daily basis. And you should ask yourself, even today, in this podcast today, when it ends, if you're going through conflict in your home right now, if you are suffering from brokenness in those relationships, Ask yourself first, what is it that I'm demanding for myself? 1 Corinthians 10, 24, let no man seek his own, but every man his neighbor. In terms of your home, please remember, folks, 
that a man or a woman who is engaged in conflict is focused on self and not on loving his or her spouse or her children or his children or family. Uh, you're, you're not loving and glorifying God as he would have you to. Paul even mentions this, and I'll close with this. In 1 Corinthians 13 and verse 5, Love seeketh not its own, and, he says, it does not take into account a wrong suffered. Those are causes of conflicts. What's going on in your family? Do you have an ongoing uh, conflict or disagreement that has broken out into a conflict? Uh, Do you have an ongoing series of offenses that are committed against each other that has broken into conflict? Why don't you right now step off that crazy cycle? Why don't you get down on your knees and do business with God, confess your sins, and respond in a Christ-like way to the one in your family or the ones in your family who you've hurt? God bless you today. I'm praying for you. Let's have victory in Jesus' name.